Yokoso, Yokoso, Yokoso. Aragona Gazimus, welcome to episode 108 of the Stadia Monday Night Chat. I hope I'm coming through nice and clear. I'm having problems with YouTube. I can't tell. Uh, I had a quick look at my phone and I'm okay, so hopefully that's all okay. I am, of course, your host, Clive Illenden, here on the Stadia Monday Night Chat. And I invite you to join me as we take a look at all things Stadia this week. I hope you're good and I hope you're well. Don't forget to say hello in the chat as you, my lovely chat, are very much part of this show. And it's you guys, you, you out there, that help bring this show alive. Now, obviously, don't get above yourselves. Obviously, I'm the main talent, yeah? I'm the headliner. But... <laughs> It's nothing without you guys. So uh, get involved, say hello, let me know what games you've been playing and all of that. Uh, have you played Overcooked or Elemental War 2? Uh, let me know what you think. Uh, the fact that Overcooked doesn't have crossplay. And it made you so mad, so mad and fury. With fury and anger, I'm going to tweet about it nonstop because oh, I can't stand a game when it doesn't have crossplay. Or are you more, oh, well, never mind, I don't have any friends anyway, or all my buddies are on Stadia, so, you know, it's only a cooking game. Um, anyway, let me know. Let me know. Does it bother you, you know? Um, I've had terrible trouble anyway this evening, uh, as YouTube seems to have gone down on PC uh, all afternoon. It's been a nightmare trying to put this show together because I can't access videos of trailers and game trailers and things like that. But I think we're going to be all right, you know. Uh, here we are, you know, we'll, we'll struggle through. Um, and I say, when, when I say here we are, you know, let's find out exactly who we is, yeah? Right here, right now, as we take a look at the early birds in the chat. Oh, and before I forget, of course, ladies and gentlemen, hit the likes. So I like it. YouTube likes it and it helps people like you, wonderful, clever, bright, intelligent, intuitive, open-minded people like you find awesome content like this. And a big welcome to new viewers. You know, I'm, I'm all, new viewers. I'm always praising the viewers. So if you're new, you know, welcome. This is how we rock and roll. Uh, we've been picking up quite a lot of new subscribers thanks to this awesome Stadia content. So uh, if you are new here, uh, hello. Uh, if you're new here and not subscribed, Hello, hello. Uh, and you know what to do. Hit that subscribe button. That's down there. Toggle that notification bell so you know when I go live with Stadium Monday Night Chat and all of that. Um, which reminds me, before we get to the chat, if you can't watch live, that's cool. Uh, but super thanks are now available as well on this channel. So uh, if you feel you miss out on all the fun of giving a super chat live, well, don't worry. You could show your appreciation on catch up by using super thanks later if you want to. Uh, anyway, let's dive into chat, see who's in there, see what it's all about, see what the conversation is all about before we get to the good news. Um, stage adventure there, moaning that I hadn't updated my thumbnail. All right, you know, get ahead of yourself, you know. I just, I'm not, I don't plan that far ahead. You know, I'm a bit of a last minute guy. Um, in the wise words of Reggie Phyllis Ami, my body is ready. Yeah, indeed. I'm ready. My mind is ready. Oh, 
Anthony's in the house. We're going to be trying something a bit later. We're going to be raiding Anthony. I guess that's what they say in uh, Twitch Twitch terms. Or doing a YouTube redirect. We're going to try it anyway at the end uh, if I get it right. So we'll see. Uh, so hello, Anthony, and all of that. Um, Ray there, the gaming cyborg. Lovely to see you. Said Nars listening, working but listening is always the best way. Jerry, hello, how are you? Jerome. Always good to see Jerome there. Dave's in the house. Howdy. Um, Jerome's been playing World War Z. It's way better than I initially thought. <laughs> it's a great game. World War Z. Come on, people. Um, there's something very satisfying about churning through all those zombies. And there are a lot of zombies. Um, good to know. Thank you, Mr. Bayer and Plays, coming in loud and clear. I've had loads of friends request this week. Anyone else? Oh, it's interesting. Um, I always get them, but you know, I, I, I'm not a sort of, I, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm a sort of sociable gamer, weirdly enough. I like to play with people I know rather than randoms. I know some people like live for playing with randoms and that's why they get so irate and ang angry about crossplay and not being available and stuff like that. But, you know, for me, and again, it's my, because it's the way I play, for games that where crossplay is not essential, I, I tend to be not that bothered about it because because obviously it doesn't affect me because I'm not I'm not like a crossplay fanatic. I'm not desperate to play with other people. Uh, a lot of the games, you know, even on um, yeah, World War Z, I don't hang around and wait for other people to join in. I just click that no, I'm ready now, and let the bots fill in the other places. You know, I'm quite happy playing with the bots. Um, they do what you want them to do most of the time. Ray's driving and listening. Okay, to the amazing Clive. Thank you. Drive carefully. Stay safe. Mr. Bayram's been getting a few uh, friend requests as well. Heaving in here. Well, that's what we like to see, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah. Hot, sweaty on the dance floor of the Stadium Monday Night Chat Disco, yeah? I've been playing mostly Zombie Army 4 and Lemote. I must... Oh, that Like, I was a massive fan of... Uh, Strange Brigade, massive fa fa fan of Zombie Army 4, neither of which I've completed yet. Good question. I, I would say Google has pretty robust um, systems, but the fact that I've been unable to access YouTube on a PC since this afternoon, so last, I'd say... Six hours, perhaps not. I mean, that could happen to Stadia. I mean, I know it's not it's not global. It seems to be regional. I put a message out on Twitter and lots of people seem to be affected. So I guess it might be regional. So, yeah, but so far, Touchwood Stadia briefly went down once in the last two and a half years for maybe 30 minutes, if that. Um, yeah, so I would say normally pretty robust. Finish Lamote. Wow, Dave. The patience to finish Lamote. On to Elemental War now. Yes, good choices, Marcus, I would say. The world would blow up. Yeah, well, the stadium world would blow up. But that's probably what it would take. Don't say that in the times we are. Oh, my God. I don't do multiplayer often. I'm a solo guy. I just accepted them anyway. Yeah, Dave, I'm with you. I'm with you. I've been playing offline with worlds. Yeah, I just play with the bots. 
I play with the bots. I'm quite happy. I, I just, I, I see it like a, like a story. You know, I'm doing the campaign. I mean, later, maybe I'd want to play, you know, multiplayer, but I, I sort of see it as doing the campaign mission, the story campaign. I played Avengers over the weekend for two hours and I only played my AA team up. Exactly. Windstar, how are you? I wish people could send a note with a request. I get lots of them. I don't know and I won't add them. Yeah. People, I get invited when I'm in the middle of another game to come and play another game. And it's like, can't you tell I'm on another game? And, and so it makes me look rude because, you know, I might be in the middle of some kind of intense battle or something on another game. And so I, I don't respond. Either that or it's uh, my son obviously plays Stadia and he plays Stadia on my account. Uh, so FIFA, as I mentioned before, and he plays on my account. And um, he got beaten by somebody. Um, so he plays crossplay. Well, no, he plays, you know, against other people on FIFA now. And uh, so they sent a comment because it comes to me. It comes to my message saying, you know, why, if you're so bad, why did you rage quit or something like that? My son didn't rage quit. Just the, went offline at the end. But, um, but yeah, I was thinking, it's not me. I'm not me. I hope this person thinks Lord Kensal's not a, a rage quitter. It wasn't me. It's my son. Yeah, I get lots of random invites to games, especially when I'm on a single player game. Exactly. So really, it's annoying. MM2K is in the house, ladies and gentlemen. Indeed, I am alive. Uh, what have I been playing? Obviously, been playing uh, Lamote. So I've shut my eyes to think there, trying to remember. When my when my when my kids are here, I hardly get a look in. My son is constantly on FIFA, so I don't get to play. It's not fair. Oh well, at least at least stage is being used in the house. Um, oh yeah, and I, you know, listen, we talked about FIFA having crossplay last week live on the show, and I tell you, of all the games, just anecdotally, EA make a fortune, a bit like Fortnite, a fortune. I've spent a fortune, well, my son has spent a fortune on FIFA. We spent a fortune when he used to play Fortnite, just buying skins and stuff like that and like, and just buying digital assets all the time. Um, so that makes me think, not just the fact that they're testing FIFA crossplay on FIFA 22 for Stadia, that FIFA 23 will come because... I tell you, it's not just about the game sales for FIFA. They make, if anything's like my son, they make, all right, the game plus, I don't know, at least 150 quid, if not more. Unbelievable. And I bet that averages out. I watched a YouTuber who my son watches playing FIFA and he dropped three grand on FIFA packs. And my son says, oh, yeah, no, that's nothing. He's dropped five grand before, ten, you know, 10. Like, because the YouTubers are uh, sponsored. And so then he spends that money, a bit like Mr. Beast, you know, he gets all that money and reinvests it in the back in his YouTube video by doing something like, I'm going to spend all day opening FIFA packs until I get, you know, certain players or whatever. And then he'll drop three grand. I watched it. Unbelievable. Um, 
But anyway, there we go. Big Bing, yeah. Yeah, exactly. We're paying for it, Mr. Bayer and Play. My son is basically paying for FIFA 23 comes to stadia. If, no, when FIFA 23 comes to stadia, yeah, you can thank a hero. Yeah, that's his, that's his account name, a hero. Yeah. Anyway, uh, there we go, ladies and gentlemen. Um, that's the good news. Going FTP free to play, yeah, that would be insane. I can't, I can't see it because I think they know enough people still buy it and still continue paying for all the packs. You know, whereas Fortnite they gave it away and built the business model entirely off the, you know, selling packs and skins and whatnot. EA know people still buy FIFA, so uh, although you know, imagine if it went pro, double win. Um, and we'll be talking about Stadia Pro a little bit later. Anyway, there we go. Thank you, chat. Early doors. Uh, let us now uh, catch up on the Stadia news this week. Uh, so we're going to go over to Clive in the Stadia Monday night chat. New studio. Clive, you ready? You sure? Yeah. You've got everything you need. Yeah. Okay, so it's over to Clive in the Stadia news studio that's not clive in the studio news studio that is that is my twitter yeah unbelievable clive are you ready get off twitter yeah and read the bloody news goodness sake clive in the stadium monday night chat news studio thanks clive Welcome to the Stadium Monday Night Chat News this week. As mentioned live on this very show last week, FIFA 22 finally went live with crossplay on the 3rd of May. That's crossplay for Stadia, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series S and X versions of the game. So basically, the next-gen versions of the game. Of course, Stadia being one of those. So this is a great welcome news for Stadia. In addition, the Stadia store welcomed popular overcooked all-you-can-eat with a Stadia launch discount for pro and non-pro members alike, as did Elemental War 2, the tower defence game from Clockwork Origins. The developer of Elemental War 2 has recently stated that it's already on course to surpass Elemental War 1 in sales, and he also mentioned how it might come to Stadia Pro in the future, having missed out on the window of opportunity for this this time round due to contractual launch dates on other platforms. Zombie Army 4 received a new campaign, Ragnarok. That sounds familiar. And that includes a free Horde Death Map Collector mission. This is available in the Stadia store right now. You get the chance to dive into a cataclysmic two-part campaign mission and the Horde mode known as Death Map Collector. Three new character skins are also included. Hello Engineer has also had a tune-up with an update to version 1.1 with new cutscenes, music, new art updates, network improvements and general bug fixes. And of course, this is a play it on first Stadia game. In what seems like never-ending new add-on content, Dead by Daylight gets Tome 11. In this, facing relentless pursuit, Charlotte and Victor Deshays dream of refuge beyond the sea. David King faces an emotional dilemma that neither fisticuffs nor endless pints can solve as a mysterious group approaches his tower. 
Now, if that means anything to you, then great. Uh, it's coming to Dead by Daylight. If not, just rest assured, it's more creepy stuff. Talking of creepy and scary, looks like Resident Evil Reverse could be incoming, following a recent Peggy rating for the game on Stadia. The game was meant to come out in 2021, but the publisher moved this to 2022 and, I quote, so the team can continue working to deliver a smooth gameplay experience. We'll share updated launch details at a later time. In Resident Evil Reverse, you can test your skills against other players in four to six person survival horror revenge matches, play as beloved characters from the Resident Evil series and turn the tides of battle with powerful bioweapons. Take part in five-minute death matches where the player with the most points wins and use weapons and items you find to take down even more powerful enemies. Well, maybe that time is right now, so watch this space. Also spotted on Peggy last week, another game from Outright Games. So, as promised from Outright Games, it seems we have more games coming from them and heading straight to Stadia. Whilst not officially announced for Stadia, Super Pets of the DC Universe was recently rated on Peggy for all platforms, including Stadia. Since the rating is for all platforms at the same time, could we be seeing this title sooner than later on Stadia? And finally, a much needed change to the Stadia store and one that the Stadia mentioned at the Google for Games developer conference they would be making. That is changes to the landing page. As spotted on this show some weeks ago, we'd noticed that individual game link URLs had been tidied up along with some landing pages. And now it seems Stadia have fully rolled this out with clear functional landing pages for each game, each with its simple URL clickable without a Stadia account. So you don't just go to the Stadia front page if you don't have an account. And perhaps more importantly, it takes the URLs from behind that general Stadia store landing page. So makes the links searchable. Duh, it is Google. So now if you search for FIFA 22 on Stadia, the link in the listings takes you straight to the game page within Stadia. This is a massive and obvious change to make, allowing the games and store to be explored without just landing on the main Stadia front page each time and being asked to create an account. This will hopefully make Stadia more discoverable and people more likely to engage with it, as ultimately people are coming to Stadia because of a particular game. It's not because it is Stadia, they're searching for a game. So the game should always take priority over the platform, as the games are what will drive people to discover Stadia. So let's hope they also make changes to the UI on the TV app as well very soon. And finally, as ever, there's another massive sale on the Stadia store this week, this time mainly focusing on indie games, ideal for people curious about what Stadia has on offer. Well, there you go. That's the Stadia Monday Night News for the 9th of May 2022. So it's back to Clive in the studio. Clive, over to you. Thanks, Clive. Great stuff. Uh, so, yeah, again, thank you, Clive, for that. Uh, and just to add also, uh, late in the news, ladies and gentlemen, um, late in the news, uh, just to keep us up to date on things, as I like to do. Uh, there's some new rainbow 
Siege, uh, Rainbow Six Siege content as ever. It's great to see these sort of big games getting constant content like uh, Delivers by Daylight, whatever. Dead by Daylight. Delivers by Daylight, please. Dead by Daylight. Actually, before I go this, go to the news bit. The twins, those characters in Dead by Daylight, right, that sort of pirate character, they're twins, where one's this sort of deformed twin on his chest. Well creepy. I don't even remember. Um... Oh, gosh, my brain's gone dead now. What's that movie with, um, based on the Philip K. Dick novel with Arnold Schwarzenegger when they go to Mars? Total Recall. Remember on Total Recall, the leader of the rebellion on Mars was a sort of un, sort of living, attached sort of fetus um, to the body. Really well creepy. Well in, well, in that, those twins in that Dead by Daylight, you could throw the twin, the little one, off a chest and it legs, it, it, it can travel, it can run a lot faster and attack, you know, attack the people trying to run away and hide. Well, creepy. Uh, I did see someone saying Lukey will be pleased. Yeah, Lukey will be happy about the Dead by Daylight stuff. Yeah. But anyway, I just thought it was well, well, creepy. Um, anyway, um, I was going to talk about this. Um, let's go here. So, uh, as I mentioned, Cade's Elite set is now available in Rain Rainbow Six Siege, including the Agent El Fassi uniform, headgear, victory dance, operator card, and more, as well as the Elite Kaid Chiba charm. Uh, there it is. Let's just see, check it out. There we are, taking you straight to the to the page. There, that little Twitter. Anyway, so that's new content there, available now in Rainbow Six uh, Siege. So I thought I'd just share that. That came out a little bit after uh, the news. And also, ladies and gentlemen, talking of uh, big games with uh, new content, a game that we don't always see uh, lots of content for, but when it does come out, good stuff. The Division 2, the next chapter in the Division 2 story, releases on May the 12th, ladies and gentlemen. Includes a roster of new high-profile targets and mission reworks with a revamp of the Manhunt feature. Read more in our Intelligence Annex article. That's Season 9, Hidden Alliance. Um, I saw somebody commenting who who played Division 2, someone new to Stadia who played uh, Division 2 and were blown away about how amazing it looks. You know, they were new to Stadia and they kind of thought, you know, it plays even better than their they thought it would in their consoles, etc. Because Division 2 is looks and plays amazing on Stadia. Uh, but there's more news uh, related to this, or certainly to Division 2. And there's a launch trailer for it. Let me just, let me play it for you. This is Captain Lewis of the True Sons. My advanced team is already in DC. You still have no idea what you're up against. Full 
There you go. Uh, so it looks like, just get rid of that. There we are. It looks like uh, lots of new content coming for Division 2. That looks uh, awesome. Perhaps well worth an opportunity opportunity even uh, to go back and visit Division 2, uh, I must admit. I'm sort of a bit stuck in Division 2. I'm just trying to get over a level that I'm sort of struggling with. And again, because I play on my own, like I said earlier, <laughs> it's harder to do these missions on your own. You know, it's a bit like Outriders. Yeah, the real pros do it by themselves. <laughs> That's what we say. Hello, Yoshida. Uh, but anyway, so there we go. That's Division News. Division 2 News, ladies and gentlemen, uh, in the house. Right. Okay. So we talked about a lot in this um well, I've certainly talked about how I expect to see, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Stadia Pro titles increase, the Stadia Pro library increase over the over the year, yeah? Uh, to the fact that maybe we'll have 60 or 70 games, I'm predicting. I mean, 70 may be a bit ambitious, but certainly maybe 60 games in the Stadia library at any one time by the end of the, and end of the year. And this is partly driven by the fact Changes they Google have made, Stadia have made to the uh, revenue for the Stadia Pro revenue for indies and stuff. And it seems those changes, we've seen some anecdotal evidence uh, from developers or, you know, a one particular developer. It seems the changes to Stadia Pro seem to be working. Um, as it turns out that 100 days, the wine making simulator and saints row four have extended their stay in stadia pro um there's a tweet about it here um shout out to Juan pinto here uh Hual pinto both hundred days winemaker simulator and saints row four extended their stay in stadia pro for six months more um so that's good to see current projects that's why he knows because he work is behind uh stadia hunters if you're not familiar with stadia hunters uh there you go completion let's see who's completed it's interesting wow really anyway um so there we go it seems uh before i'm sidetracked by who's who's doing well in stadia hunters um it seems that the Stadia Pro model is working, given the fact that we saw, as I said last week, Yves Hola, the developer of 100 Days, the winemaking simulator, um, you know, he'd been praising how this, as an indie, the Stadia Pro business model in his tweet last week, you know, showed over 20% of the income for, for, for his game based on all platforms, 20% of that income was a result of Stadia Pro alone. Yeah, 25% in total of Stadia, but 20% overall of all his income came direct as a direct result of 100 days being in Stadia Pro. So perhaps this is him showing his faith in the Stadia Pro model by doubling down on it and keeping 100 days in Stadia Pro for another six months. 
And maybe we're seeing the same with Saints Row 4. And as mentioned earlier, the developer of, you know, Elemental War 2 wasn't that familiar with Stadia Pro. Um, and, you know, says that he may well look into it now, but he missed the window of opportunity because they'd already made commitments about launch dates with other platforms as well as Stadia. So they couldn't, they couldn't get it into Stadia Pro. And the interesting thing from that is that Yves Hola from uh, the developer of 100, uh, 100 Days said you, it's not just a case of you, you know, saying you want your game to be in Stadia Pro. It's up to Stadia to ask you whether you want your game in Stadia Pro. So this is this idea that they're curating the library, the Stadia Pro library. It's not just a free-for-all uh, because he stated, let me find that tweet actually because um, he expressed it. Here we are. Let's go to Eve's Hole. He was talking about it. And find the actual tweet. I'm just having a look here at his tweet so you can see. Let's go. He responded. Let's go to his notifications. Here we are. So there was this, um, this is quite an interesting uh, trail. I'm going to put myself in here. Uh, bear with me. Hello. Right. This is an interesting um, Twitter conversation here. So this is Clockwork Origins, the developer behind um, Elemental War 2. And they here, sales numbers looking pretty good. We've received a bunch of feedback, both positive and negative. Uh, consoles seem to sell best. Stadia is hard to estimate. It's a new platform, so it's difficult for them. And Steam is a mess. For some reason, we have a crazy amount of refunds this time and still not even 10 reviews on Steam. That's the nature of Steam, I guess. But in the end, the launch weekend was already better than the first year of Elemental War 1. And if it continues the remaining month, and it should be like that, we'll reach the overall unit sold of Elemental War 1 in the launch month. Um, and so somebody asks about Stadia Pro. Where's it gone now? That's it. You should have launched it, says Stadia France. Oh, bonjour. Why, you should have launched it through Stadia Pro. I'm sure they don't talk like that. Uh, games perform really well and gamers are really curious. With the new incentives, you can have nice revenues. Right, Eves? And Eves replies, and this is the interesting thing. He says, unfortunately, it's not up to you if you launch in the Pro program. Stadia France says, I thought any partner could request at any moment. No, you have to talk with them and plan this. And this is where Clockwork Orange, which I mentioned earlier in the news, says Clockwork Orange, Clockwork Origins, <laughs> Clockwork Orange. We got offered to launch into Pro, but it was too late, two weeks before release. 
we would have then needed to ship our launch date to May the 1st, which wasn't possible due to some contracts with other platforms, might enter Pro later. So fingers crossed, fingers crossed, ladies and gentlemen, that we see uh, Clockwork Origins a bit later in Stadia Pro. Could be a possibility. But that was a, an interesting insight uh, from a from developer's point of view about Stadia Pro and how you've got to arrange it. Um, it's not just a free-for-all. They've got to plan it. You know, Google clearly plan it out. So they obviously have the right number of Pro titles spread out throughout the year with the right balance, I imagine, and things like that. So, um, so there you go. Stadia only has a very limited list of old games. Uh, no, it has new games. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm not. Of course. Didn't read who it was. Um, but anyway, there you go. Um, so it's just interesting to see uh, a couple of titles, one of which we know has been very successful on Stadia Pro for that indie, and another one extend their time on Stadia Pro for another six months. So could we see, as I predicted, 60 or maybe even 70 games in Stadia Pro in the library at the end? We'll have to wait and see. In other news, uh, there's an interesting article uh, in XDA Developers, which is a leading tech publication and home to the biggest community of modders on the internet, apparently. Uh, but an interesting article about Stadia, right? So these are techies, yeah? So fairly cynical, I would imagine. And they published this article here saying Stadia is really good and I wish more people knew that. I wish more people appreciated how good Google Stadia actually is. We do. Yeah, here in us and audience, all of us, apart from Amnor, uh, all of us appreciate it is. This isn't a Google Stadia fanboy write-up. I want to be clear about that right away. I started out as a skeptic. With that out of the way, let's get to it. Google Stadia is very good, and I wish more people appreciated this. You can point fingers directly at Google for how Stadia has been handled. Fair enough. Throughout its short life so far, go ahead, I'm there with you. Point away. But the people actually working on Stadia, the product, should be very proud. It's superb. And then he talks about, you know, some of the issues and stuff. But here, Google Stadia, so more than the issues about how they, you know, how Stadia Google are handling it and stuff. And we know that. But we're talking about, this is a technical guy talking about the tech. Stadia's tech is phenomenal. And then he goes through the different kind of aspects and stuff like that. It's well worth a read. Very good. Gaming on the TV with Google Stadia is just like a console. Absolutely. And I've said it, you know, I, but I'm a fanboy, so I'm going to say that, aren't I? This is not a fanboy. And they're saying it. I'm at something of a loss as to why Stadia and TV hasn't taken off more than it has. Again, you can probably point fingers at Google somewhat. Uh, fair enough. But there we go. A very interesting article, as I say, from... Um, a techie, yeah? Uh, but what's even more interesting here with this article, and I thought it was quite, because he's sort of praising, he's sort of saying, look, maybe, you know, I'm not praising Stadia necessarily and how they've handled it, you know, but in terms of the tech 
absolutely saying, you know, it's amazing. It's awesome. All of that. But what's interesting is the comment by um, someone who shared it. Um, I'll go back to this here. And up here, this is Matt Joseph. Who he? He's an engineering manager for Stadia here. So it's nice, you know, nice to get praise in your job for what you do. And he says, the team, so this is the Stadia team. This team is pretty darn passionate about building an amazing experience. Well, all I can say, Matt, Joseph, you and your team, you know, the engineers behind this, we all appreciate it. We can say, you know, marketing's not on, on song. PR's terrible. You know, you might not like the business model. Or I think the business model is fine, but you might not like the business model, all of that. But the one major thing you can't argue with, really, if you if you're if you want a serious discussion about Stadia, that is, and you know, not just a sort of a silly conversation, the one thing you can't really argue with is the tech. So hats off to the you know engineering team and all of that. Um, let's give them a round of applause. Round of applause for the you know just for the Stadia tech. Uh, and it's good to see, um, you know, peers within the industry, engineering, you know, and, and PC tech guys from XDA developers praising the tech and recognizing it for what it's for. That is amazing tech. And it is. And you can, as I say, you can argue all day and have conversations about whether, you know, Google have handled it right in terms of the marketing and the PR and all that. We That's old news, old history. They're doing what they're doing. But tech-wise, let's not forget, it is awesome. Um, so I just thought I'd share that with you. I just thought it was interesting. Um, you know, well worth sharing. Um, right, what's next, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, I think we're there. Cup oh, no, we're not. Just remembered, just remembered. Couple of interesting jobs. You know, I always like to share. I'm just closing down all these tabs, man. Oof. Couple of interesting jobs I spotted here. Uh, first one here. The first one. First one's more, um, it's more curious, really, uh, about the status of Stadia within, within Google. Uh, it's not a job specifically about Google Stadia, but it's mentioned. And so it's just interesting that they mention it in that way. Uh, so it's more curious than interesting, I would say. But uh, just to show you that Stadia is still very much part of the Google vision, albeit a small part. Um, here, there's this role here. This is the director, head of devices and service services business. That's the key thing there, the services business. Uh, based in Sydney, Australia. I don't think this is this. Don't don't start thinking this is. Oh, they're going to be launching in Australia. No, no. I don't think that's what that is necessarily. But what's interesting here is it just sort of shows you the position of Stadia within the company. I think in in terms of the job. The job description here about the job goes on. The devices and services business organization focuses on Google branded hardware such as Google Nest, Google Nest, Pixel, and others, and key, key subscription services. 
such as Stadia, Google One, and more. So it, it names two of its main, in its mind, two of its main subscription services. Stadia, Google One, and more. I mean, you could have said YouTube Premium, Google One, and more. Google Play subscription, Google One, and more, right? You could have you could have done that. But no, in the job description, it, it describes key, key subscription services such as Stadia, Google One, and more. So very much part of... Um, part of that section of the business, the subscription services. That's very much where Stadia sits um, in terms of the consumer offering, that is. Obviously, the the tech that we've talked about sits very much within the, the Google Cloud section in terms of, you know, licensing out that tech and all that kind of stuff. But the consumer side, the side where we buy the games and play the games and subscribe to Stadia Pro sits very much under key subscription services. Um, but I just thought it was interesting that it was mentioned in this job. And, you, you know, maybe you can make assumptions that they are, the office just so happens to be based in Australia. I'm not sure that necessarily says anything. But you're basically driving the business, the, the hardware sales, Google Nest Pixel, and the subscription sales such as Stadia and Google One, you know. Maybe it is indicative that something's happening in Australia, or maybe that's just where they based the role. Maybe that's where the, the role originally was, the director was, and they just want to replace it in that region. Could be lots of reasons. But more, more interesting to me is the fact that Stadia is mentioned there in the job description, sitting under subscription services as one of the key, the key services. So I just thought it was interesting, and that is why I'm sharing it with you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sharing it with you. Um, and in other job news, this time with a, a games developer, and perhaps more interesting uh, is this job listing from Red Kite Games. And we'll come to who Red Kite Games are in a minute. But let's um, let's have we can have a bit of we're going to have a bit of speculation fun here. But first of all, let's check out let's check out the description here. Uh, I just this is the first job I went to. Not me personally. There's a number of jobs. I clicked on the jobs here. Shout! I forget who it was. Somebody on Twitter actually highlighted this. And I wondered where they got this information from. They didn't say where they got the information from. But I worked it out. And uh, I found the source of the information. And it's basically on this jobs page for Red Kite Games. And we'll come to Red Kite Games, what, what games they do. It mentions it here. Principal prototype game designer, specialising in AAA PC slash console game development. A proven track record in the creation of cutting-edge games across varying genres. Okay? And then here. Here's what we... It's very exciting time to join Red Kite. Not only are we working on multiple high-profile games for current-gen and new-gen platforms, we're also developing our own... IP. Here's what we can tell you about. We're helping to develop a AAA open world action game, which is one of the biggest IPs in the world. Okay. 
We're working on a new PVE first-person shooter based on an award-winning IP for new-gen platforms. So they do a lot of porting, which we'll come to. We're working on an unannounced high-profile AAA first-person shooter for new-gen platforms in Unreal Engine 5. We're porting a hugely successful AAA Battle Royale game to multiple console platforms. We're porting an award-winning AAA action game to a new-gen streaming platform. We're porting an award-winning AAA game to a new-gen streaming platform. So, you don't need to port the game for GeForce Now. So it's not that. You don't need to port the game for xCloud, yeah, if you've got the Xbox version. I mean, it's an award-winning AAA action game. I imagine it's already on X Xbox, all right? So you don't, need to, you don't need to port the game to xCloud. You don't need to port a PlayStation game to PS Now, right? So it's not xCloud. It's not GeForce Now. It's not PS Now. Luna. You don't really need to port the game to Luna because it runs off Windows PC. The only streaming platform that we really requires porting to, as far as I know, or is the most well-known one that needs porting to, unless it's a brand new streaming platform, which is interesting in itself because that could be Stadia streaming tech, say if, so even if it's not Stadia, could be somebody setting up a new gen streaming platform using Stadia tech. So the same would apply. The only, the only new gen streaming platform that needs porting to is Stadia. So what could it be? You know, is it Stadia? Am I right to speculate that it could be Stadia? What could it be? Let's have a look what Red Kite have done or are doing. So uh, they're more, I say, that some of the massive games they work on are, are porting jobs, uh, in, in fairness. So here we go. Hogwarts Legacy. We've been hard at work with the teams at Warner Brothers Games. So here we are, Warner Brothers Games and Avalanche Software to conjure up new adventure under the Port Key Games label, Hogwarts Legacy. Now, Warner Brothers, AT&T, AT&T using Stadia technology, new streaming platform. There was speculation that AT&T may bring other Warner Brothers games like Batman Arkham. Could that be it? Could that be it? I don't know. Control Ultimate Edition, already on Stadia and everything else. Mafia 3, on Mafia 3 is on Stadia. Which one isn't? One and two isn't on Stadia. Should judge by the car. Mafia 3, they probably did the porting job. Knockout City. Ubisoft game. 
Why would Ubisoft get them to port it? It is a Ubisoft game, isn't it? My thinking. No, EA game. Okay, well, I'm thinking of a different. I'm thinking the roller skating game. The roller, yeah, the the roller rollerball game. Okay, this is an EA game. Battle Toads. Two Point Hospital. God of War remastered. Doubt it. It's only going to be on PC, I think. So available on GeForce Now, etc. Crackdown 3, Dirt 4, plus many more, Payday. Might not be any of those. But it's just interesting and fun to speculate. Uh, so you never know. Uh, but is the next-gen streaming tech that they're talking about Stadia? I don't know what else it would be. And if it's not Stadia, more than likely something powered by, if it's something brand, brand new, something powered by Stadia, because I don't think any other streaming tech company would, you know, build a streaming tech from the ground up like Stadia have. They would do like what Luna have done, Amazon have done, and, you know, just make it a case of running PC games and stuff like that. Unless you use the underlying tech. Um, the streaming tech of Stadia. But just interesting to speculate. So um, there we go. Um, let me know what you think in the chat anyway. Um, what what do you think it might be? Is it, an, is it an announced game? I think Red Kite have bought things to Stadia. I think they may well have bought the Mafia game to Stadia. Not 100% uh, sure. Um, what could it be? We don't know. Anyway, let's go to the chat and see what uh, what you guys have been all about while I've been uh, going on about that. I'd be interested to know your thoughts and whether you think I'm um, off the mark, all of that, um, et cetera, et cetera. Let's turn that down. Right, let's go. I'm excited for Reverse. Yeah, it should be free. If you've already got... It should be, if you've already got Resident Evil Village, reverse is uh is should be free. That's that was the point. They just delayed it from 2021. So it was meant to come out like a month or so after the game was launched. So the game what it launched in May, didn't it? May the eighth or something, a year ago. That's interesting. Maybe they waited a whole year. Maybe it's about, you know, they're gonna launch this week. The fact that, again, it was certified. So sometimes you see games that are already certified for other platforms. And then a few months later, we see it certified for Stadia. But this rever uh, reverse was certified for all the platforms at the same time, um, you know, for last week. So maybe, maybe it could be coming out sooner than we think. Don't know. Uh, but yeah, the guy, the idea of if you've got Resident Evil Village is that you get reverse free, That, as I understand it. So there we go. The game is just a link. Exactly. As you saw on the Stadia News there, I search. I mean, if you go into a incognito mode and you search FIFA 22 on Stadia, it comes up in the listing. You click it, takes you straight to the game page. Whereas before, it just took you to the Stadia landing page and said, you know, oh, you sign up for pro and all that kind of stuff. So now the listings are in the page. Things are happening, yeah? I had a good conversation uh, with somebody at the weekend about and I've talked about it 
Uh, it was Yoshida, if you must know. Um, and I've talked about it at length on this show about, you know, people, Stadia are constantly doing things. Google are constantly updating and upgrading constantly. We're seeing it all the time. Yeah. Updates all the time. The new landing pages, the changes to the business model, things they've said they were going to do. And that's what they're doing. And that's what they're delivering. Small changes. But I know that's not always very exciting, seeing these tiny incremental changes. People want like the big statement, the big, the big action. You know, they want that kind of big hurrah. And, and I think you have to manage your expectations. That ain't going to happen. Yeah. What will happen, as I've said before, say at the end of the year, when you look back, like we do on a monthly basis, and you go, actually, loads of stuff happened last month, you know? This is constant little changes, constantly improvement that we see they're talking about. We see in the Stadia APK. And then a few months later, we sort of see that come out in action and things like that. So just, you know, there we go. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. That, Mr. Bayron plays, is a hideous, a hideous thought. A creepy little Lord Kenzel coming out my chest like, like the sort of like... Alien, like, oh, hello, hello. Yeah, imagine that. The irony of yeah, total recall. Yeah, brilliant. I'm an old man, I forget these things. Yeah, it takes a little while for the filing system. Yeah, that's the irony of it. Yeah, I did it on purpose of the, the subtle humor of it. Yeah, no, I, I genuinely forgot, like an old man, but I got there. I recalled it in the end, slow recall. Hello, Ishida. Caseball, you could it's arguably the best game on Stadia. Stadia, Division 2. It's certainly up there in terms of playability. I mean, I'd also shout out to Doom Eternal. Uh, and I know people shout out, well, loads of games, but Valhalla and stuff like that. But yeah, Division 2, definitely a shining example of a AAA game running at 4K, 60 frames per second, as we'd expect, as we'd want, you know? Absolutely. Best looter shooter we got. MM2K, massive fan, of course. The dirty old bastards always playing um, Division 2. Amnor, hello. Yeah, I've got to get back to Saints Row 4. It was a lot of fun. It was really funny. I mean, it's a real funny game. There we go. As we say, it'd be interesting. It wouldn't surprise me. Although, as I say, EA, I think they know they could do if, if they just let it go for 10 quid, they know people would pay the money. Why throw the money out of the bar for They know people would pay for it. Fortnite, when it launched, was unknown. You know, in fact, you bought the game. Fortnite saves the world. And it was like a little mini sort of tower defense zombie game before they introduced the sort of battle royale element, which, you know, internally they fought against. And then, you know, they didn't have faith in it. That's why they sort of gave that bit free. And then as it turned out, it turned out to be an amazing business model and they made billions off the back of selling, you know, digital assets off the back of it. Whereas FIFA 20, uh, FIFA's pretty well established. So I know, you know, EA know they could make money, that people will still buy it. So, why, you know, maybe don't sell it for 60 quid. Sell it for 30 quid, 20 quid. Um, but, yeah, 
but it wouldn't, you know, but free to play. They'd, they'd still make a packet, I tell you. Absolute packet. Oh, Saints Row 3. I c yeah, I can't remember which one I do like now. Hey, uh, Victor, how are you? A budget service. That's a bit. Uh, it's a it's it's certainly not a budget service. That's like an easy jet. Right. Stadia is not the easy jet of cloud gaming. Yeah. Which is what you're kind of referring. It's not it's not that it's not an Audi. Stadia is not the Audi of cloud gaming. Yeah. It's just not, you know, mass mass market. You know, it's more like a Waitrose. So US, uh, sorry, UK reference. Mo Fugly Stadia hasn't failed us older guys. Yeah. I love, I mean, you know, like I've said before, I'm a console guy and, and you know, PC doesn't do it for me. Doesn't interest me. That's why GeForce Now doesn't really interest me. Yeah, it's cloud gaming tech and it's amazing and all that kind of stuff and fine and great, but it's just not for me because it because it's not a console-like experience with all the convenience of not having to download stuff, you know. And and as I play mostly on my LG C1 TV, I just like to sit back, fire it up, play Stadia, boom, off you go, easy. Um. And yeah, there's a GeForce Now app on my LG, but I have to connect the, go into the settings, connect my controller via Bluetooth in the setting, and and then you have to log in to and all that kind of stuff. It just it's not that seamless experience you have with Stadia, which is important to me. But I get why you know people love playing PC games and therefore love the cloud and therefore GeForce Now is amazing for them. And I get that. I understand that. It's just, it's not my cup of tea. Um, hey, Kimberly DeWitt, subscribe. Thank you, Kimberly DeWitt. Much appreciated. Have you seen Adam Sessler? Haven't seen you since G4. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. Ubisoft is a French company and they right when when they rumored that Ubisoft would sell I thought they're not going to they're not going to sell and if they are it's not going to be to another game company they're fiercely proud as a sort of a French company and the owner and as it turns out it, they're likely to be taken over by an equity group you know by the owner Eves whatever his name is another Eves and uh, and an equity you know group not not another developer, or, you know, not another publisher or something like that, or Xbox or something like that. It's not going to happen. Hundred eighty games. I don't know how many I've got, but there are what I saw a post from um, Jack to Slip. What they're two hundred and sixty something games. We uh, let me call it up. Um, Let me just, uh, how many, well, somebody tell me that, but there's what, two, at least 260 odd games. Um, 80 sold Warner Brothers, about 60, yeah. 
Yeah, that may have put the kibosh on uh, on AT and T streaming. Yeah, but then they might still have a relationship with the, with the you know with the IP. They might have done a deal with the IP. My desktop PC doesn't do for. I get four K, but um, you know it's not a great four K screen to be honest. Oh, he sent me a link. Oh, interesting. Um, where's... Let me just... Work, uh, so, so there's a link about Red Kite. Let's have a look. Um... Oh, Amna, what are you talking about? Purple Haze, hello, how are you? Lovely to see. Um, yeah, they did. There we go. Look, well, so I will write. Thank you, MM2K. Uh, let me just, uh, oh, no, let me, I need to attach it. Uh, Red Kite did indeed port control. Presumably they ported it, you know, well, like I said, they didn't have to port it to any any other system. Um, let me just go to my new studio and then you will see, you know, I'm not making it up, ladies and gentlemen. Um, where's the news? News blog. There we go. Right. Here's the news. There we go. This is back in uh, July 2021. Red Kite Games Control Ultimate Edition port for Google Stadia out now. That's from Sumo Digital. Um, so Red Kite did indeed deliver control. So what other game potentially... I think it's fairly likely that they are working on porting another game to uh, a triple A game as well uh, to Stadia. I reckon. I reckon. Yeah, I wouldn't call it budget. I see it's an extremely wealthy guy who doesn't want to show off his wealth until you upset him. Yeah. Indeed. I've got 170 games, Mr. Anybody going to top that? I know Ray could probably top that. According to Stadia Enhanced, I've spent 2,106 on Stadia. Really? What, in Stadia Pro games? Oh, of course, Anthony's saying um, Marvel Avengers. Yeah, Mafia. Control and Mafia. Thank you, MM2K. So we were right. That's what I thought. Is it is it the other Mafia games? They must be working on it. I have a theory about the Mafia games and the reason that we've not seen them. Uh, I think it's to do with the Stadia certi certification. Um, there was an interview that John Scars did with a developer. I forget who it was. And I'm sure they mentioned that the margin of error on a game holding its frames per second, 
So they'll say like, okay, this we're going to lock this game at 30 frames per second, or we're going to lock this game at 60 frames per second. The margin for error is pop, is about four or five tops. It might be even less frames per second. So if you've got a game that struggles in some bits to not achieve, you know, 28 frames per second or 27 frames per second if it's if if you've decided to make it a 30 frames per second game or drops below 47 frames per second 57 frames per second if you've said you're going to lock it at 60 frames per second for stadia i think it gets kicked out and i think the struggle is in some games you know that aren't optimized when they're made in certain areas struggle to maintain um a decent fps and probably maybe i'm again i'm just speculating maybe in the porting process mafia and a few other games that we've seen registered not come have struggled to maintain the frames per second that they've sort of set themselves at i don't know uh but there we go um i've got to count cloud validations off to count uh, is there an easy way of knowing don't know. They are indeed UK based, correct? Uh, red kite. We don't want red kite. Oh. I'm having to use Edge. I hate using it because I've I've got all my Google stuff doing something else at the moment. Red kite games. No thanks. Bing. Terrible Bing is. Um, anyway, while that's uh, doing what it's got to do, here we are. Oh, I need... Right, let's go here. There we go. Established in 2012, Red, Red Kite Games. Outsourcing technical solutions. Best place to work. Sounds a great place to work. Located in Leeds, okay. A major European city connected to London by rapid rail. Uh, M1 motorways, wow, really singing the praise. And Leeds Bradford Airport. Superb package, generous holidays, flexi time. We had the pleasure of working on incredible titles from fantastic par partners, leaving your mark on 2K's Mafia series, Remedies Control Edition, Sega's Two Point Hospital, EA's Knockout City, and many, many more. So I think they port to maybe things like Switch and Stadia and stuff like that. But yeah, there we go. Red Kite. Right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, because that come to that sort of um, stage of the program. Program? <laughs> yeah. Stop getting above yourself, Clive. Bloody program. The vlog, whatever. Um, oh, cloud validations there only with the 56. Come on, disappointing. You're gonna to have to buy some more. I kind of very, I kind of almost stopped buying games because I just love all this. Because I've got so many, and I just love all the Stadia Pro games. Uh, anyway, that's the show. Thank you for being here. We're going to be now raiding Anthony if he's off doing what he's. Hopefully, if it all works, I don't know what sh I'm sure I'm, I'm going to do, but we're going to be raiding. And now your mama knows, yeah? Um, using the new YouTube Direct. Um, so why don't we do this all again 
Same time, same place next week. As I roll the titles and then I'm going to end it and see if I can redirect to Anthony. So, you know, enjoy the titles and then uh, go and watch Anthony. Thank you for watching. Have a great week. I'll see you same time, same place next week, people.